Welcome back to the Adventure Geeks podcast. Eric here. Ian here. How are y'all doing tonight? We apologize for another hiatus. Uh, it's been a crazy holiday season for us. Yeah, I think everyone's got the same uh, same gist of that. Yeah, a lot a lot of things going on, especially with me. Um, but we are back and we are apologetically giving you another Star Wars episode. We swear it's going to be the last one for a long while. I mean, we love Star Wars, but for those of you who get kind of annoyed with it, um, this will be the last one for a while. We are doing a spoiler review of The Rise of Skywalker, Mm -hmm. so thank you for listening. And those of you who are coming coming back, we thank you again. For new listeners, we appreciate you coming on, and we hope you enjoy. Yeah. So without further ado, here's our... Review hashtag spoiler alert for Rise of Skywalker episode. Yeah, nine. exactly. Spo- You've been warned, so yep. don't don't come crying to us if we spoil the movie for you. So, I went. We went and saw it on mm-hmm. opening night, and then so, I went in again yesterday to see father. it with my dad, just so I could get fresh eyes on the movie, because I find that. You know, when you go to see a movie and have high expectations, it can cloud your judgment of the movie. So I went again to see if anything changed. A little bit did change. However, not for all the, of my opinions changed on it. Well, did it change like for the better or for the worse? A little bit better, but I, st- uh, I still... I do... I'm going to... Full disclosure, I do think the sequel trilogy is the weakest of the three trilogies. I think there'd be a lot of fans who would agree with you. Originally, I said Last Jedi was better than Rise of Skywalker, and I have since kind of changed my mind about that. It did get a little bit better the second time I saw it. However, I do kind of agree with some of the critics. Um, yeah. I think it was too too, um, too much like the old trilogy. Like, Abrams was trying to do a Return of the Jedi. There for, wasn't really the same a... Thing. There was really, like, nothing new added, kind of. about the Porks? They had that one scene with the Porks. Oh, God. Everybody loves the Porks. Although, Babu Frigg, he was my new favorite character in that movie. (laughs) Um, There's too much nostalgia forced into it, and I appreciate the nostalgia. However, I'm more interested in new stuff and new ways Star Wars can go, and that didn't really happen with this movie. And then there's plot holes and stuff we'll discuss later on. Everybody loves plot holes. Um, so, so let's start with the positives. Sure. Um, we'll, we'll start with you cause you have more than right. I do. I, I made a, a little list of what I liked and disliked about the movie. So, uh, Oh wait, before we start, yes. do, you, do we just want to like briefly say that Abrams basically kind of retconned Last Jedi? Yeah. The, the, if you paid close attention, there was a, a bunch of scenes where, Last Jedi, like, stuff that happened in The Last Jedi were mentioned, but kind of, like, hush-hushed, hullabaloo. Uh, I think, for me, one of the most prominent uh, retcons, or not retconning, but mentions, was uh, Rose Tycho's, the the character of Rose Tycho, how she was prominent in The Last Jedi, but in for The Rise of Skywalker, she is kind of in the, in the back burner. Yeah, she has maybe, like, two or three lines two or three of scenes, dialogue, yeah. and... She, every time, I felt bad because every time she was on screen, she 
definitely didn't think didn't feel like she enjoyed being there yeah she had a physical her physical appearance changed a little bit i think i think she gained weight since the last time i I don't know if that was stress from last jedi or what but it definitely didn't look like she enjoyed herself with the star wars experience i just felt bad for the actress because right after the last jedi she received so much hate mail and and crap from uh toxic i call them toxic fans like yeah they're not real fans like, fan base is not very good for Star Wars when it comes to that. It's it's not, and I don't know why. Like, guys, we're all adults here. We should all be able to act like adults. Yeah, like, obviously not every film and every character is going to be good, but hey, at least we have Star Wars, you know? Yeah. It's a better place with Star Wars in the world, so let's not bash it too much. We can share our opinions, but let's not, like, degrade an actor because of what, what her character is. That's just wrong. It's just fu- it's messed up, man. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, and then, other than Rose, they kind of really got rid of Snoke completely. He was mentioned in one scene, which was... He, yeah, he was... when was a clone. Yeah, when he... He was basically when, in the beginning of the movie, Kylo finds the Sith planet Exegol and finds the where the Emperor's been hiding. And in that scene... In the tanks. Yeah, in the tanks you can see clones of Snoke. So basically Snoke was like maybe a failed experiment of... of Palpatine? Emperor, uh, Palpatine coming back to life, but... Spoilers, Palpatine's still alive, yeah, technically. I, yeah, Pal- yeah, Palpatine is definitely still alive. Eric, did you ever see Alien Resurrection? With no, Super- I did not. I was told to stay away from that one. <laughs> you, be, you were very right to stay away from that. Though I, though I have it. I have the entire Alien collection sitting over there somewhere, so... Alien's the best movie. Michael Bean, I love you. I still like Alien better. Just because I like the horror versus the action, but anywho... Anyhow, there's one scene in Alien Resurrection where Ripley's clone, because it's set in the future, stumbles upon a room full of uh, failed experiments to clone her. And one of the failed experiments is like, kill me, kill me. Like, just when I was watching it, uh, when I saw the, the clones of Snoke, I'm like, huh, this seems oddly familiar. And I will say that I actually really liked this movie up until about the halfway point. The halfway point? Because the story building was kind of there. I loved the stuff that had the Emperor in it. Yeah. Because the way they explained that he survived and everything. Now, is he a... Is that the actual Emperor or is that a clone? So- I think it was the actual Emperor and he was using... And they they kind of mention it later on. They use, He used like some sort of life force... Like drain life force out okay. of things to keep him alive. So, the guy we saw in Return of the Jedi was a clone? I think it's the same guy. I don't know how he survived the fall. They never really explain it. They just explain it how the Emperor found ways using the dark side of the Force to stay alive. Which goes back to in the prequel trilogy. Isn't that his his old mentor, Darth Plagueis? Yes, he he discussed the legend of Plagueis the Wise and Mm -hmm. how he basically almost can't became immortal until palpatine's cut him down and everything his, his apprentice killed him i have no idea who his apprentice could be yeah um <laughs> anywho uh and then the, the one of the biggest biggest positives i had for this movie was the introduction of exegol the sith planet oh i mean how how kylo just uses the sith holocron he found him mustafar was it did you go to mustafar was that the planet we saw in the begin opening scene, where he's cutting down the inhabitants oh, left and right? It might be. It might be. I don't. They never say what planet that was. I, I've seen fans say it was Mustafar. Like, 
It like, could be. It looked a little bit like Mustafar. Yeah, Mike, you sure? I don't see any freaking volcanoes around but, in lava. I don't know, but Exegol itself, I think, was cool because of the Sith Temple. Yes. Which can have further implications in other movies that they could use. Because that would probably be a really good place to focus the Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, that would be, be awesome. That would come in clutch if they used that. And it was a cool-looking planet. Mm-hmm. I mean... In the temple, I should say, because above it, it was kind of just a flat planet with lightning that struck all the time. But anyhow, going back to the story, mm-hmm. the emperor has like his final order, which is like basically the first order in the empire. It's like a thousand Death Stars, each with his planet-killing weapon. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it's a thousand like one of those. Um, they're not Death Stars. They're the sorry, Star Destroyers. I'm sorry, Star, Star Destroyers with like a Death Star type weapon on the bottom. So he basically has a fleet of planet destroying ships. Commence primary ignition. Just floating above the Sith Temple, sitting there. I don't know why, but I, there. I, I got a couple of questions that we can talk about in my likes and dislikes. But that that was the whole Exegol thing was cool. Mm-hmm. And then it it goes downhill for me as soon as you find out who Ray is. Should we spoil who, yes. who Ray is related to? Drum roll! Ray is a Palpatine, and yep. somehow she was a she is the granddaughter of the Emperor. Now, was the her father the Emperor's son, or was her mother the Emperor's daughter? I was trying to figure that out. The only thing they said was that uh, I thought it was his son. I don't know, but they they said that uh, Ray was a dyad of in the Force, kind of like how Anakin was born from the Force. Yes, and she was supposed to be kind of like Anakin in that respect. That's the only explanation that he gives about her being his granddaughter. I don't know anything about her parents other than that they're dead, uh, because the Sith hunter or the Jedi hunter, the Jedi hunter that also died in the not Tatooine planet. Yeah, or Dantooine. Dantooine, what well, the fuck it's called? It? I forgot what the the name was. Of I, f- the, I forget the planet. It was it was well not the not the planet, but the the hunter, the dead guy. Yeah, um, I I call it. I don't know. I call it was it an interesting concept because it was kind of like a bounty hunter who is just focuses on hunting mm-hmm. Jedi, mm-hmm. kind of like Cad Bane. Uh, in the Clone Wars. <laughs> Shout out to the Clone Wars for one of the most awesome bounty hunters there mm-hmm. is. Um, That's the thing of Dengar, the guy who got the toilet paper. <laughs> but, yeah, after after the, you find out that she is a Palpatine, it kind of fell off the, 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 the wagon for me. I fell off the wagon because after that, everything became way too yep. convenient. The plot was rushed not that there really was a plot, because it was just like every other Star Wars movie. It's like Return of the Jedi. Rebels find out there's a rebel fleet. They have to find the planet where the rebel fleet, where the, where the uh, Imperial fleet is. And then, the, yeah. It's Continue. like, they go to like different planets. Like, we find out that Poe had a ex-girlfriend or Which something. Which was one of the more interesting things of the movie. Kind of wish they went further with that. And like, you could explain it a bit more. Yeah, they, they talk about how Poe and this girl used to be spice runners. Yep. Kind of, and... I want to say it's a lot like Han being a smuggler, right? It can't be much different than that, right? Yeah, is uh okay. Spice in the Star Wars is that like, like like drugs for them, like opium. 
I was literally thinking spices, but spices. you could be right. <laughs> Pepper is a is a dangerous commodity. You never know in the, in the galaxy. Uh, you never know. Maybe maybe Darth Vader needs some uh, peppers to spice in his food up. Darth Vader needs a lot of things to spice his food up, um, including a working mouth. <laughs> that's true. And a working, a fully working body too. <laughs> but I I would like to see like a Disney Plus show about him and uh, I forgot her name. You don't even see her face. She has a helmet on the entire time. I, I call her mysterious uh, waifu. Yeah, but she. Uh, she and the funny thing between those two was mm-hmm. every time he would ask her for a kiss and she'd be like no, no. Oh, but I mean, you know you know there was history between the two of them I mean like at the end where, you go, where he's giving her like the bedroom eyes yeah no and oh. and then the, his whole and he had like a whole crew too that he used to work with one came in clutch with re, rewiring C-3PO, C-3PO cause C-3PO found out through ciphering, was it some Sith weapon, where the Sith planet was? Yep. But because of his uh, protocol programming, he couldn't uh, disclose the information, so they have to like do a reboot on him. Yeah. So they had like this tiny, tiny alien, like well, not well, they're all aliens, but like a tiny like ape-like creature almost named Babu Frig who that re- hacked his mind. Yeah, that has replaced the Porgs as the most uh, adorable. Yeah, apparently people are saying they like Babu Frig better than Baby Yoda. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that yeah, one. Baby Yoda's more badass. <laughs> Especially in the new episode. Hmm. I'm that show it. ended pretty awesome for the <laughs> season finale. Just throwing that out there. I'll take your word for it, man. So, we all know this song and dance goes. Uh, I mean, and also during the whole movie, Ray has is getting conflicting feelings, thoughts, and um, advice about light side versus dark side. Kyle is trying to go to the dark side. She's getting conflicting feelings about it, especially after she finds out who her grandfather is, and then going to this other planet to find the second Hol- Sith holocron, which is in the Death Star. No, sorry, the second Death Star. Which some of the wreckage landed on... on Endor. Was it Endor? I'm pretty sure it was Endor. I thought it was like a planet opposite of Endor. Well, it was close to Endor. It was close if to it, Endor, If okay. it wasn't Endor, it was close to Endor. It was in like the Endor system. Yeah, and it was floating in the ocean and they magically find... Yeah. And then she, she fights a... Evil halu- version of herself. So everybody who was like, oh, Ray's gonna turn evil because of the trailers... It actually ends up being a like a a hallucination that she finds yeah. in the Death Star. Then she fights Kylo Ren, who almost is he almost is she almost kill her. Does he yeah, almost kill well, her? she technically and this this is another issue I had because Force Heal isn't like super used mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Only like the best Jedi can use it, but somehow she was able to do it right off the bat and. He, Ends up killing Kylo and then healing him so that he doesn't die. So now he's Ben Solo. And I'm still convinced that... Backtracking a little bit, before this scene happens, mm-hmm. Leia's last last action on screen is contacting Kylo telepathically. Son! And that's all she says, and then... She dies, and he magically turns to good because he realizes that she's dead. Right. You you think that she was controlling him the entire time. Yes, I am convinced that, that is Leia was a terrible in, thought, dude. I'm convinced that Leia was in his head the entire time, 
controlling him for the rest of the movie so that he would turn good. And I mostly say this because her body does not disappear until Kylo's disappears after he dies. Ooh, no, Their body... That's like spoiler. Both... Yeah, well... It was a spoiler review. We'll get to that actual moment a little later, but both of their bodies disappear at the same time, so I'm convinced that she was kind of mind-controlling him the entire time. I think it was like a psychic link. Yeah, but how... One word is not enough to be like, huh, maybe I should turn good. Well, yeah, but he had a whole conversation with his dead father in his head. Yeah, that might have helped, but... Which I thought Han... I thought... Uh, Harrison Ford wasn't gonna come back for Star Wars. Yeah, th- that that that's a that's another example of how packed with fan service this movie was, <laughs> because you had Billy D. Williams in for Lando, yep. which was fine. I liked his inclusion. Mm-hmm. Then you had Han coming back. You had Dennis you know, Lawson, Wedge Wedge Antilles. Yeah, Woo! He, I thought he was gonna explode because of him on screen. It's Wedge Antilles, man. I mean, it would have been better if they had him in his old X-Wing, like, shooting down TIE fires left and right, like, ah, just like the good old days, Lando. Woohoo! No. A guy who had, what, a total of how many minutes of screen in dude, the original? Dude, man, you, okay, you were too young. You do not know. I've seen all of the movies. Okay, okay when Legends, when, like, the whole Legends was still canon, mm-hmm. you do not know how big Wedge Antilles was in Legends. Did you read them? Most of them, yeah, I kind of general this. I played like the Rogue Squadron games and everything, and uh, yeah, Wedge was awesome. Rogue Squadron was awesome. You know, the adventures continues after like the Return of the Jedi. Man, you you were just you 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 don't know. It's like it's like a childhood memory of mine. (sighs) Okay, (sighs) nostalgia. And then then they had um, what other stuff did they have? They had well, they had well, like the final scene where. Every ship, not with the resistance to the, or like the former rebellion, but every one that hated the uh, First Order, or the fi- final order, whatever the frack it's called. I would be interested to see when the movie comes out on DVD to see mm-hmm. what spaceships actually appear in the final battle. Because I'm willing to bet that the um, ghost from um, Rebels. Rebels ends up showing up again. I wouldn't be surprised, but I didn't really get to point out any of the ships. There was a lot of ships that came to the re- the rebel yes. the resistance's aid at the end. So I was waiting for uh, the Battlestar Galactica to jump out and uh, or Firefly. Firefly, yeah, <laughs> that would have been something. Talk about a real crossover. Well, you you never saw a Battlestar Galactica, right? No. Um, in the open in like the reimagined series in two thousand three, they actually had a. Uh, Shadow of the fire of the of the serenity in one of the opening credits. Oh no kidding, that's cool. Yeah. Uh what was I gonna ask you? Uh go go with the, the some of the things that you did like since okay. I've been so negative. Okay, well for me I I did like the fan service. Now this is gonna like cut back both ways, so I'm gonna the, the positive fan service. I mean are are showing back to the original the original trilogy, like stuff we stuff Stuff we could pick out and enjoy and remember, like hot, like Ghost uh, Luke lifting up his old X-wing fighter out of the water, which that that that's from Dagobah and Empire Strikes Back with yeah. Yoda. Same music. If you notice, it was the same soundtrack. If you yep. watch those scenes back to back, Luke's X-wing fighter. I'm like, ah, oh, the T six, the Incom T sixty five X-wing. That's like that. That's the um, yeah pinnacle of 
Star Wars movie, Star Wars vehicles. Yeah, I just think like there's a certain amount of fan service that you can add, and I think they went a little bit overboard. Uh, that, that, that's why I put in that dislike too. I thought it was like pandering a little bit to the old, older crowd. Yeah, like the, yeah, exactly. They were too. There's too much nostalgia. I think mm-hmm. that, and it would have been all right if Abrams didn't do Force Awakens because he did a shit ton of fan service in the first one too. Yes, he did. So it's like all right. The two movies that he did in the trilogy were like seventy five percent fan like mm-hmm. nostalgia, which I mean, there was nothing new, nothing new for me. I don't know. Uh, Kylo Ren's redemption, I thought was a big one. Yes, that was one of the big. He was the he. I think his entire character arc of the three movies, including the Last Jedi, because his mm-hmm. arc in the Last Jedi was good too. Mm-hmm. He is the best character of the sequel trilogy. He has the best character arc, I think, because you can see the entire time his dwindling between the the light dark and the, and dark, the light. Yeah. yeah, he he was a complicated character, just like his grandfather. Yeah, just like his grandfather, but like his his was well until Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. His was good to light. He, his was like back and forth constantly. Yes. Um, I would have liked Ray better if they gave her more. Her more, more conflict. Her parentage was forced. Like it didn't make any sense as to how she could be a Palpatine, mm-hmm. other than that half Essex reasoning that they gave. <laughs> um, she wasn't really pushed between the light and the dark until the last movie either. Like, she had that one moment where they were escaping with Chewbacca, and then she like. Blew up the ship that By turned accident, out to yeah. be, that turned out to be another transport. Which there was no other transport. Well, no, 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 it, 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 when you see Chewbacca, there were two transports on the ground. You just see one transport in the air, and we all assume that was Chewbacca. I didn't see two transports on the ground though. They said there was two transports, but I don't remember seeing two. I saw okay, one. Okay, say I, I, I kind of called and I'm like, huh, that's a really bad way to kill Chewbacca. He might not be dead. Yup, he's not dead. See? I would have been okay with him them killing him off like that because it would have made Rey more interesting. But other than that, she really doesn't struggle between the light and the dark, really. And I find that if she was given a bit more conflict with that, her character would have been more interesting. Maybe, you know. I just don't like how... She was the typical chosen one type deal, where she finally chosen. Should 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 we go to the end, and then express the rest? Well, the end of the movie, it's her and the emperor. Yes, and she gets her and Kylo get the life force drained out of them because apparently the emperor has that power now, so he sucked some of the life force out of both of them so that he could and be they, restored. They kicked the crap out of the Knights of Ren, which you... Wait, yeah. I'm sorry, little My buddy. biggest hype for this movie was the Knights of Ren, and they still don't get any redemption mm-hmm. whatsoever. They're, they're just five they're, guys that just stand around with weapons. They're just there. We don't know anything about the background, yeah, no backstory. And it was, it was implied in, what, The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi that they had been at the Academy with Kylo... So wouldn't they have been Jedi too? So they should have had lightsabers in the force wheel, force wielding abilities, but they apparently were, not. They were thrown in there. They were basically glorified stormtroopers. Yep. With not blasters, but like swords and axes. That's well, basically what it was. Well, they had to because Phasma's dead. I wasted opportunity, mm-hmm. but 
the Emperor sucks the life out of him. Somehow they both still end up getting up because of... And I was like, well, isn't the point of draining the life force to, like, kill them ultimately? But, but they have heart. They're the good guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the Emperor is supposedly, fo- like, fully restored. And then Rey gets up with the backing of every Jedi known to mankind because yep. they're all talking to her. And then she ends up getting up and defeating the Emperor with his own lightning, which I'm thinking to myself, huh, the Emperor didn't learn from Darth Vader, now did he? <laughs> Or Mace Windu. No. He, uh, for some guy that they turned into the overarching bad guy of nine movies, they did a shit job of how he died. Because if he was that bad of a guy and that good of a bad guy, he would have learned, huh, if I shoot lightning at a lightsaber, it's going to come back at me regardless. How else would you have him, uh, Palpatine die? Fucking give him his lightsaber back. (laughs) He's an old, he was an old man in a friggin' uh, like contraption, like a wheelchair, a space wheelchair. He, yeah, it wouldn't have stopped other guys like freaking Darth Maul who got his back and decapitated. If he's like such an all-knowing Sith Lord, he should be able to like walk after he's been fully restored with the life force. Well, yeah, but if the bad guy wins, then everyone's gonna be be sad. Well, yeah, because everybody is a pansy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. It didn't it didn't stop Infinity War from ending with Thanos winning. Well, y- yeah, but this is like the last Star Wars film for a while, so we're not going to have a film next All right, year. Hold on. Yeah. There are 2 years until the next movie. The next movie is supposed to come out in 2022. We don't know anything about it, but 2022. 2022. I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be after this. No, I this I hope it's not. But are you trying to tell me that people can't wait two years dealing with do, bad do, news? Do you know how much tension and anxiety people have between Infinity War and Endgame? Oh my god. I'm, no. I'm not even going to comment. You want it now, man. I want it now. I, just, I want it now. It's not... It, it's not... it. In my opinion, it uh, took away from the ending of Return of the Jedi. Yep. It destroyed Darth Vader's arc. Because his victory was overcoming the the dark side to overthrow the villain of the movie so that he could save his son. Right. Well, if the Emperor survived, that sacrifice was basically for nothing. I'm not convinced it's the actual Emperor. I'm, I'm convinced it's a clone. Well, until they say otherwise, he's the real Emperor. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's actually Thanos in a different body. Oh, God. Here's my ideal ending for this movie, mm-hmm. all right? Ray gets consumed by the dark side, slaughters the Emperor like the prophecy suggested, so she would have all the dark side power. Mm-hmm. Because the entire, like, ten-minute sequence with her and the Emperor, the Emperor was begging her to strike him down so that she would be absorbed in the dark side, which... Yeah. Well, well, is it... Okay, is it... Her getting the dark side, or if she strikes Palpatine down, his life force or essence, or the hell you want to call it, goes into him, and basically he takes over. The basic, yeah. Order. The basic philosophy is that if she strikes down the evil, she becomes evil because she does that evil act. Right. And they they got the loophole with that, with you know the emperor technically died by his own means. See, this is why Batman doesn't kill people, because like, he'll be he'll become what he hates. But my ideal ending would be 
her turning to the dark side and then Kylo realizing that he should be with the light side and then he takes down Rey and they have like the duel of the century kind of like Obi-Wan and yeah, Anakin did. Well, two things. One, wouldn't that be pandering to like not more fan service and two, wouldn't that be too much like the Bridge of the Sith? I mean, they the whole rest of the movie was fan service, so why not end it on a good note? Same, man. The only other option I could see is that if they gave the Emperor a lightsaber and did more with the Knights of Ren, and then her and Kylo teamed up mm-hmm. and took them all down. Oh, but you. you didn't have enough backstory with the Knights of Ren, and you don't have the lightsaber for Ed the Emperor. Well, the Emperor's an old man. You got hurt, old man? You, no. <laughs> your, no, your logic doesn't make sense. I have any logic. I, it was just the ending in the second half of the movie. Because, like, they were heavily outnumbered. Mm-hmm. They had thousands of... I forgot what they were called. Star Destroyers. Star Destroyers against a tiny fleet of resistance fighters. Mm -hmm. And even with the reinforcements, are you trying to tell me that that small amount of reinforcements could take down all those Star Destroyers? Yeah, did you not see the Mon Calamari ships, dude? (sighs) Those those things are badass. And in all those Star Destroyers, you would have had AT... Or, uh... Fuck. TIE Fighters. Fighters. So, I'm not convinced. Maybe it's all in Ray's head. No, it's not. It's not. It's I, not? No. <laughs> the light side and the dark so, side. The way they wrapped it up, because, like, if this was, like, you know, episode six and that was the ending, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. And then you have the next trilogy. But the fact that this is the conclusion of the Skywalker saga, saga can you honestly say it was a good ending? Uh, or yeah. would you have rather of had the return of the Jedi and the Skywalker saga uh well what I rather have was I, I rather have a uh, ending kind of like the Dark Knight Returns where uh it, it could be anybody it could be Lando could be Poe could be which Antilly sits down at a at a cantina and and Moss Eisley looks right across and it's Ray and uh no. and Kylo yeah I think that'd be the better ending you didn't you didn't, you didn't answer my question I didn't answer your question do you want the Rise of Skywalker ending or Return of the Jedi? Oof. I, I want Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but you you would have, like, Ewoks in, in the movie. You had Ewoks in this one. <laughs> no, you had Porks in this one. You had Ewoks at the ending, and you know he put that in there for fan service and nostalgia. Uh, my, 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 my perfect ending. Okay, well, it's either going to be like a Chris- Christopher Nolan ending or it's going to be like a Marlon Scorsese ending where 99% of the main cast get killed. Yeah, I... The, none of the the main characters minus Leia, mm-hmm. which I'm sure if the actress was still alive, they would have kept her around anyway. Right. None of the main characters died. None of them. Other than Kylo, but he was the bad guy at the beginning. Yeah, he became a good guy at the end. Regardless. Uh, okay, H- how about how about this ending? Older Ray in the future takes out the heart of the ocean and throws it into the into the water, and then the tail scene is you have Celine Dion saying, "My heart will go on." Oh God, <laughs> folks, it, am I right or am I right? 
All right, let's go back to what your positives were. Go back to what your positives you were. Because there, there, there were a couple interesting things that I did pick up the second time around, but I want to hear what you have to say first. Well, for me, they brought the Wowin back. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my favorite fighter in Star Wars. And it definitely replaces those uh, those slow bombers we saw in The Last Jedi, which... Okay, I'm, I'm stretching here, but that makes no per- that makes no sense no, in space combat. No, it doesn't. It's just because Ryan Johnson wanted a B-17 feel. Like even right. B-17s are a lot better than those uh, those star fi- those yeah. uh, star bombers. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They brought back Lando, which I liked because we haven't seen Billy D. Williams in yeah. a long time. I didn't know that screen. they were going to bring him back. I just didn't know what capacity if it was going to be a cameo or if he actually had a role. Yeah. So I was happy of what they did with him. Yeah. And how he actually has been there all along, because he helped out Luke trying to find the um, the Sith guy, the, Sith the Wayfinder. Yeah, the, the holocron. Which, yeah, which is yeah, that's bit. It was basically a holocron, but it, instead they said it was a Wayfinder, mm-hmm. which pointed to the Sith planet. Though, if we're gonna be specific, the holocron is a little bit more than the Wayfinder because the holocron actually has knowledge in it. Oh, so. A Jedi or a Sith, because the Jedi have them too. Mm-hmm. Like a a really high ranking Jedi, like a Jedi Master, can create their own holocron that stores like their knowledge into the artifacts, so other people can learn. Huh. Oh, but shit. the Wayfinder just basically pointed to the where the Sith planet was. Okay. Um, but continue. Okay. Continue. I did like how they had the Wayfinders. Yep. It was a little nod to to that, but. Uh, okay, I liked it how they handled Leia's passing or death. I, I thought they handled it as great as they could have in the situation. I do want to say, in at at first I was torn. I kind of liked how um, they said that Leia actually did train as a Jedi. Yes. Because originally I was like, oh, that that, that kind of doesn't fit. The only and they have scenes in the movie that flash back to mm-hmm. her training with Luke. What doesn't make sense, though, is how young they made her look in that flashback. Because it's supposed to be post her having Kylo. You sure? Maybe. Because she, because he said, or was it Luke? Luke said that after that, that training session was almost immediately after she found out that Kylo betrayed. You sure? I'm pretty sure. I thought it was before Kala was born, like between Last Je- the Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Um, I'd have to watch it again, but I'm pretty sure yeah. that she stopped being a Jedi when Kylo rebelled against the Jedi Temple. Huh. I, I didn't get that. Um, but anyway, I think it was kind of cool how she was she she that that kind of retconned a little bit, or not retconned, but explained a little bit mm-hmm. with her. Her powers First. in the Last Jedi, so oh, it was hinted at in the original trilogy. Just yeah, wasn't she on. yeah, she just wasn't full fledged. Mm-hmm. Um, however, at one point it just yes. became too convenient as to how many lightsabers we could find. Hey, um, the Death Star did not take all the Kyber crystals out of the galaxy. Yeah, but it's like, oh, conveniently, I'm Ray's gonna find two two lightsabers in the same area so that she can give one to Kylo because. Kylo discarded his. Oh, come on. So we can both be armed for the final fight. Don't most movies have some form of coincidence or contrived contraption? It's... Plot it, holes. 
and the, well, the and the other com- really convenient one mm-hmm. was she was able to find the Wayfinder in Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter, which actually kind of does make sense. Well, yeah, because he had it since the uh, beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, because yeah, but the li- whole lightsaber thing was too convenient. Um, the navigator thing that they were trying to blow up, kind of like the little oh the beacon. Yeah, that was way too convenient because. You gonna try to tell me an entire Empire fleet, or sorry, Final Order fleet, yep. operates off of one communication signal? That's horseshit. Well, th- what was the the explanation? Because of the like the storm and the magnetic interference, they can only go through like one direction at a time. I think it's stupid. They said that they can't dispatch the fleet without that one signal. Well. If they didn't, then the ships would have gotten away within five seconds, and the rebellion would have been over. Yeah, but they don't give them that much of an army. I don't know. <laughs> People like space space battles. Yeah, it, it's just it, it seemed like that entire fleet was sitting there for like years, not doing anything when they could have just ended the whole thing. Well, that, that was one of my my my, uh, my dislikes and my question marks. The the, the final order, right? They're all those are all fully manned Star Destroyers. I know I'm stretching. I know it's a it's a sci-fi movie, and I shouldn't think too much of it. But where did they get the personnel and logistics to handle all these all these ships? Exactly. And like I'm, th- I'm thinking, like when they I'm thinking every every Imperialist still alive got their reserve number called up and sent back into the fight. And I know it's like a Darth Bane thing, but like the Emperor had all this time to recruit his own Sith Order, and yep. he just sits there mm-hmm. because he doesn't technically contact Kylo until this movie. See, he's like Thanos. It's not my time. Yeah, but at least he had people doing his shit for him that had superpowers. Well, Kylo was technically doing the Emperor's shit. He just didn't know about it. I don't know. I They, they had potential to explain that with the Knights of Ren and then just piss it away. Mm-hmm. Pissing the night away. One interesting thing, and I did a little bit of research on this, is you noticed that at the end, Ray finally gets his, her lightsaber and it's yep. yellow. Yes. Apparently, yellow is very uncommon and it refers to the Jedi Academy and how there used to be a... The guards? It's called the Sentinel. Mm-hmm. There's a group of Jedi called the Sentinel, which were very uncommon, and they were known for their skills in spy and inf- infiltration. They and that's the Re- why they were yellow. Weren't they mentioned in Rebels? I think I'd have to rewatch Rebels. Okay. I had to read a little bit, but apparently they were super rare, and I'm like, well, how can she just randomly get a yellow lightsaber? I also heard, uh, it was out of her, one of our listeners said it was her staff. She made a lightsaber of her staff. Oh, I didn't read that. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'd like that. I just don't, I don't really like the, uh, the, the color without explanation. Like, all right, blue, green, okay. That's a normal lightsaber, but you give her yellow without any explanation. And especially in the movies, it's the only yellow lightsaber we've seen. Well, she's from Jakku, right? Yeah. It's sand. Um, ye- oh, yellow that's sand. not... That is not a good enough... <laughs> not a good enough explanation. I hate sand. It's coursing, isn't it, everything? And then my, my other small issue is that she ends up on Tatooine and goes mm-hmm. to visit Luke's original home, yep. which from... Me re- recollect, uh, thinking back to the original movies, his home was destroyed, wasn't it? It was burnt out, but wasn't like 
all burnt to the ground. Yeah, but it it looked like it was almost unfazed, other than sand being thrown in it. Well, no, because like the sand got rid of all like the smoke and like the the, the charred bodies. I'm not I'm not buying it. Okay, here, it was me, almost fully intact. Hear me out. Maybe after Owen and Baru died, right? Right. And yeah. Baruch left. Okay, I'm. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. Another moisture farmer couple bought the property and lived there. It, it could happen. Nah. Maybe they uh, left because the house, the place was haunted. Maybe there's like an Amityville horror kind of kind of deal. No. Bruce, spirit haunting. <laughs> That'd be quite the, quite the uh, twist, but. Really quite the twist. It was thrown in there for. Nostalgia again in fan service. What would, uh, what was your name? Skywalker, Ray Skywalker. Yeah, she spiritually gets adopted by the Skywalkers, and she becomes a Skywalker. Dawson, hence, Ray Dawson. hence the name Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> I tell you, it wouldn't be better if the lady had said, "Can I get your name, please?" Dawson, Ray Dawson. And they have like a whole Titanic feel to it, man. Yeah. I think this movie would have been better, mm-hmm. and I think I said this to you already, mm-hmm. is if either Abrams had the entire trilogy, or Ryan Johnson had the entire trilogy. Yeah, th- there was the, the the issue of different di- different directors having different directions, so there was like no continuity yeah, between all three of the movies. Yeah, because a lot of this movie was spent trying to undo or retcon what happened in The Last Jedi, I think. Maybe, hear me out, maybe instead of a trilogy, we have a quadrilogy. No. Although, I'm going to mention this at the end, but mm-hmm. their plans for Star Wars is going to change now. But So what are they doing? I'll, 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 when we conclude our conversation, we can okay, talk about okay, the future. Okay, all right. Um, so, I don't know, like, y- you can tell that originally Abrams didn't want Snoke to die, which right. caused... A problem, even though it was easy to bring back the Emperor for unexplained reasons. <laughs> uh, the whole thing with Rose, I mean, not a big deal, but I can probably tell that maybe Abrams didn't have that character in mind. I think the arcs for Ray and Poe and Finn would have been different, because Finn would have had a really good character arc if they dove into his backstory a little bit. Well, okay, I'm I'm a little disappointed because I'm a little I'm still a little bit of a romantic at heart. Uh, you know that when the whole movie Finn was trying to tell Ray something. Yes. All right. Now it came out through J.J. Abrams saying that it wasn't he would he wasn't gonna say I love you, but he was gonna say he's also force sensitive. And see that would make sense because supposedly, in Star Wars mm-hmm. lore. The only people who can operate a lightsaber is a Jedi or a Sith. And to be a Jedi or a Sith, you have to be able to use the Force. However, the problem with that is they undid that with General Grievous. Okay, two things. One, I think a regular person can just handle a lightsaber, but not like do the Force moves. Because in Empire Strikes Back, Han uses Luke's lightsaber to cut the Tauntaun open. And as far as I know, mm-hmm. Han doesn't have any Force abilities. True. He's a good smuggler and a pilot. And two, I wanted a Finn Ray ship. Damn it! I wanted I wanted them to have like a romantic romantic thing going on. I would have liked him with the new girl that they introduced, the one from the Endor planet. Yeah, but she was like, she was introduced too late. Yes. The... Which I which I don't know maybe she would have been introduced in the second one if Abrams did it. Well, I, Her I, character was interesting, though. It was interesting. I did like it how, to me, it was like two former soldiers kind of like True. connecting together. 
Like, but the I mean, whole camaraderie. I get you, that. You wouldn't have known where the friendship was going with the little time that they had, so... The only thing I was a little bit mm-hmm. almost cringy about was it was heavily, heavily influenced that maybe Lando was her father because he was she was talking to her at the end about I don't know where I was and and he was like oh let's find out <laughs> hinting at maybe that she was his daughter. Hey, Lando's a smuggler too. I'm sure he had many, very yeah, many but, uh, uh, girlfriends over the years. I don't like that because just just to make the character more relevant when you could have made her more relevant by making her an original character that has no ties to the original trilogy that was the downfall I think of this trilogy is they they were too too focused on they were too heavily uh, influenced or looking for support from the original cast Mm -hmm. so that you could draw in the old fans again because I mean, who cares if who cares about this movie if none of the characters are related or in some way ha- hmm. a friend to the original cast? I can guarantee you, if the Force Awakens came out and they didn't have Han or Leia mm-hmm. or Luke in it, nobody would have seen. Well, not nobody, but a lot of people that saw it wouldn't have saw- seen it. Yeah, man. It's well, I'm an old fan. I, I want to see you know Han, Luke, and Leia in some form. I want. I'll go watch the original trilogy. Yeah, but you gotta have some kind of continuity, you know, in all the films. You don't have to, though. Yeah, but the nostalgia shouldn't be the driving force of the new movies. Otherwise, there's really no no reason to go see it. Dude, why do you think the movie was called The Force Awakens? Nostalgia well, Force Awakens. It's okay to have maybe one movie that said, okay, let's bring back all of these characters that have been on hiatus for, what, 50 or 60 years? 30 years, yep. And then move on. We don't need to have all of those nostalgia being dragged throughout the entire trilogy because it takes away from anything new that the trilogy was going to offer. And what did the trilogy offer that was new? Not a whole lot. <laughs> See? You had Kylo Ren that was interesting, but yep. you can make the argument that he was a lot like Darth Vader because the same internal conflict was happening with Darth Vader. Can you make the case for Rey being Luke Skywalker? I can't really make the argument for Rey being anything because she wasn't like... she was. For me, she was just there. She was just the one there. who had the powers because mm-hmm. she didn't... She let, Well, you can make the argument she was like Luke, mm-hmm. but... At least Luke had, like, some sort of conflicts throughout the entire thing. Rey just kind of seemed to, like, go with the flow kind of thing. Like, she knew what she had to do, but there wasn't really, like, any really moral decisions that she had to make. Well, yeah, she she could join Kylo in Last Jedi. Well, that was the only thing. My thing was her character wasn't interesting enough for me. Interesting enough, okay. And it was... She didn't get... She got interesting in this movie, but... It's, like, one of those, like, little-too-late kind of things. Like, The Force Awakens, okay, this is a good introduction to the character, okay. Then The Last Jedi comes around and doesn't really do a whole lot with her. Well, she was, she she was, like... Becomes The Last Jedi. But she's not really The Last Jedi now, is she? Well, she is now, because everyone else is dead. Now she is. Except for that that one kid we see in The End of Last Jedi with, with the broom. But, like, in Last Shutter, the only thing that she was was, oh, the, the resistance, we're so weak. Let's go to our juggernaut Jedi. She can solve all of her problems. That's basically what she was. She was the, like, scapegoat. 
huh, we're struggling. Let's send in our Jedi to do all the work. That's basically what it was. Was she a Jedi, though? She wasn't a Jedi yet. No, and she never technically becomes a full-fledged Jedi because her training was never complete. Did she have training with Luke? No, she had training... Well, she had a little bit of training with him, but remember, she was training with Leia, too, a little bit in this one. Oh, yeah, forget about that. But again, she never completed her training, kind of like Luke. But, uh, But the... The explanation for Luke could be, okay, well, I opened a Jedi Academy after Darth mm-hmm. Vader was dead, so he technically completed his training afterwards anyway. Uh, I think it was a uh, false academy. Well, it's like it, was a, it was a failed academy. Well, it's like one of those online courses, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> online, to, get her, to get his online Jedi degree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good www.jedi-training.com but easy you yeah <laughs> but it, she was just basically like almost like a Harry Potter scenario where she's the chosen one she has all the power in her she can make the decision whether or not the light wins or the dark wins and there's no explanation behind it other than the fact that she is the chosen one what if they made her less like the chosen one Harry Potter more like the chosen one from the Matrix I didn't see all of the Matrix movies though Ah. I only saw the first one. Uh, you better off just staying with that one. I, I can't say too much about the pre- sequels. Although there is a meme going around with, with Keanu Reeves, Neo versus John, John Wick. Wick yeah. Because the next Matrix movie comes out the same year as John Wick. I've, I've heard of that. <laughs> Whoa, I know Kung Fu. I'm sorry. He's a really nice guy and a really good person. But he sucks as an actor. No. He is not a good actor. You, you just need to watch the original Point Break. Not the one... I saw it last night. I actually watched it last you night. You watched it last night. What did you think? I liked it. See? But it wasn't him that I liked. I liked Patrick Swayze's character. Oh, it was Patrick Bodie. Swayze. Bodie was the man. What, you didn't at least appreciate Johnny Utah? I appreciated him for what he was, but... The I'm ride is gonna... over, Bodie! But he's not a very good actor. We don't, it doesn't have to be a great actor. It's the same can't, thing can't as... What's his name? Steven Seagal? Oh, he sucks as an actor too, but he knows his kung fu and his martial arts shit. When he was skinny, because he he, he, well, he, yeah. he got fat. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, he, okay. What if we had like a Steven Seagal kind of character in Star Wars? Oh god, where it's just two hours of him stepping next. No, that's not right. I was gonna say, oh wait a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to the bank, Palpatine. The blood bank. Anywho, that, th- those are my gripes. I don't know if you have anything else to add before we wrap up. We are almost getting on the hour mark here. Um, yeah, I had one gripe, but I don't think you want to hear it. No, please. I want to hear your gripe. Um, there was no gold bikini in this movie. <laughs> you sexist <laughs> asshole. He wanted Ray in a golden bikini. I hope Daisy Ridley is listening to this. I'm off sorry. chance that she listens to it. Have more respect. Hey, I'm just I'm just saying what I, I believe a bunch of millions of fans are saying the exact same thing. I will say though to kind of somewhat go with your point, they yeah. did make it a lot more kid friendly in this trilogy. I, I, that actually was one of my big complaints about this movie. And kid friendly. A lot of people are like, "Well, Star Wars was originally made for kids," and I'm like, mm, "Hold on." Go back to the original trilogy, rewatch them all, and you tell me if they're really for kids because you have brother and sister making out. <clears throat> you have decapitations because you got Luke getting his arm cut off. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. You have 
in Empire Strikes Back, them cutting open a an animal on screen. Yes. And there's blood and stuff in it too. So I don't ha- I don't know how you can say that Star Wars was originally made for kids. Well, well, I think it's like in the eighties they made like the cartoons and everything. The Ewoks, I think after the Ewoks and Return of the Jedi. Right, but at at its core, and you can even go to the simple fact that at its core, Star Wars was originally influenced by samurai movies. And samurai movies, from what I've seen, are not kid-oriented at all. No, they're not. Oh, speaking of samurai movies, yeah, you gotta feed yourself to Netflix, but you should watch a few episodes of Ronnie Kenshin. Okay. Yeah, it is a great series, and it's gonna be off Netflix on January 1st. Something. Okay, maybe I'll get into it. I'll, I'll, I'll have to write down the name and everything, but... Okay. I'd also like to see Into the Badlands, because I heard that was really good, I too, and that's, that that's very samurai-based. But, anywho... Moving on. Yeah, I think the Disney... Disneyfication... Disney... Fanif- whatever you want to call it, of Star Wars kind of hurt it, because it, it it was way too... Do you think Disneyfication came before Disney? When Lucas Lucasfilm still owned itself? No, because even in the prequels, it got really dark and kind of adult-oriented because you had Anakin slaughtering kids. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I think we all forgot about that scene. He had... It's not um, kids, younglings. Well, and then in Attack of the Clones, he went and slaughtered a, a group of village people that kidnapped his mom. Oh, the, the Tusken Raiders? Yeah. And then, obviously, you have the stuff with Darth Maul getting cut in half, too. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So you could make the argument that in the sequel trilogy, there's not... It, it really became kid-friendly in the Disney trilogy. Hmm. Perhaps I should watch Phantom Menace again and try to give it a second, yeah. a second round. Because every single freaking movie had the introduction of something cute for mm-hmm. the kids to sell merchandise. Episode... Force Awakens was BB-8. Mm-hmm. Second, Last Jedi was the Porgs. Then in this one, it was Babu Frigg and the D- Dio, the new Dio. the new droid. Yes. The the one that was very hesitant. And then they had to throw in the thing with, oh, maybe he was abused in his private owner, and that's why yeah, he's I hesitant. Yeah, that, yeah. They, they forced too many things in there. <laughs> so. Well, it's a force, man. Well, it's Kathleen Kennedy, and I hope she... I, She's still attached to Star Wars as of right now, but I really hope that doesn't stay that way. I I think the problems with Star Wars now is because of her, because she is very much a social justice warrior, which, mm. to a point, in my opinion, it's a good thing, but when you start forcing things into movies, it doesn't sit well with me. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of blame to put on one person. She's the creative director for Star yeah, Wars, right. so that's a fair argument. All right. But... Now, here, here's where we're going in the future. Okay. There is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Because apparently all the movies going forward, they're not going to force into a trilogy mm-hmm. setting. So they can make the story go as many or as few movies as okay. they want. So they don't have to fit it into a trilogy. So it doesn't necessarily have to fit into the Act 1, Act 2, Act 3 format, which I'm kind of for, because it it releases more creative freedom. However, I don't know where they're going to go. I think there's only one logical one, which we've talked about, but I don't know if they'll go that way. The New Republic West Wing. I totally agree with you, dude. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Hey, the West Wing was great when it was on. We should watch it again in Star Wars version. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Knights of the Old Republic is the only thing that I'll I'll accept at this point in time. Yeah, I, I kind of like a, I want like a Band of Brothers esque feel for like Rogue no, Squadron. That, yeah, that you've already said that. I I said that. I'll say it again. Anywho, um, that's that is that's our rant yeah, that, about yeah that's our rant about Rise of Skywalker. Um, again, not the worst movie, not the best one either. Uh, I'm gonna quote from a Chernobyl HBO series. Not great, not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chernobyl overall, the the event is pretty terrible. Yes. <laughs> so that's a terrible quote to put in. But um, I, 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 I will stand and say the prequel trilogy is better than the sequel trilogy. Damn. You had a lot that came out of the, the prequel trilogy that carried over into other movies. Because mm-hmm. you had a lot of side characters that were brought out into cartoons that mm-hmm. were then turn into more cartoons that went into a different trilogy so mm-hmm. I mean time will tell if they take anything from the sequel trilogy and make their own TV shows but as of right now original trilogy number one prequel trilogy number two sequel trilogy number three just if I could turn back time <laughs> if I could find a way any final words Ian Love or hate this movie, we're all still Star Wars fans at at, at the heart. Exactly, so. and we hope for more movies in the future to enjoy. Yeah, we still believe in the uh, Star Wars verse. Yes, it's it's in a lot better shape than <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, the less we can say about the final season, we the better. Yes, but that is our episode. Yep. Thank you guys for coming back and listening. Thank you, and thank you for the new listeners who are listening to this now. Yep. Um. You can follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at the Adventure Geeks, or it's at yep. the underscore Adventure underscore Geeks. I I change it so change that the, it? so it makes more sense. Okay, that makes and sense. And then Facebook, it's just the Adventure Geeks page. Mm-hmm. What's my smiling face? Uh, I don't I don't know what you want to do for your special episode, Eric. Next time, my special history episode, I'm probably gonna do a review for. Uh, 1917 when it comes out on the big screen oh there you go yeah I haven't, I haven't really thought of it there for mine I was I've been thinking of a motivational episode and then we're we are going to fit in a Witcher episode yes. sometime because that definitely deserves its own episode and discussion I have read the first book binged the entire show the mm-hmm. first day it came out and I'm starting to play the video game so I would like to have a discussion on that but we're going to wait until Ian finishes the show so we can yeah, have I'm, a... I'm about halfway through, so give me a few, a few couple of days. And if you guys want to join us in that episode, mm-hmm. watch it now, and we'll we'll see what you guys have to say. Woo! All right, take care. Bye, Til, guys. Till next time. Bye-bye.